I love being able to make and create something with my hands. I think there's something cathartic about that. And I'm then transforming it and creating something, in my opinion, beautiful. I get to enjoy and then I get to have my family enjoy it. So there's just like a beauty to it. It just, it's relaxing to me in that, in that way. It's like an act of love. So it, it fills my heart. Being the mom you want to be doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about building healthy self-care habits, overcoming mindset roadblocks, and finding support. Welcome to Habit Maker Mama. It's the go-to podcast for busy moms who want to care for themselves. I'm your host, Heather Kerwin, and I'm a mother of three, pilot wife, and physician assistant. Together, we are going to redefine self-care so you can be the mom you want to be. Let's transform how you care for yourself starting right now. I am so thrilled to be uh, joined today by Callie Gaffney because I really need to learn how to enjoy the process of cooking more. You know, we eat roughly three times a day with several snacks in between. You know, it often feels like preparing and cooking meals for our family can kind of feel like a chore and like it's a full-time job that we're doing. With little ones at our feet or limited time during a nap, getting a meal cooked can sometimes feel unenjoyable. But can we change that and how? Callie Gaffney is a mom of two boys and lives on the central coast of California. She shares simple, healthy vegetarian recipes for busy moms or dads that can be ready to serve in 30 minutes or less. So Callie, I want to know a little bit like how did cooking become something that you are so passionate about? Tell me more. Yes. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, Thanks for the introduction too. So I've always loved cooking um, and food mostly <laughs> since I was a kid. So I think it just developed from there. My mom loves cooking, so I kind of took it on because of her or learned how to do it because of her. Uh, yeah, I used to want to be a chef and then that shifted and I've just never, you know, lost track of wanting to cook all the time. It, it just feels great. That's incredible. So it's something that you really was part of your family life when you were growing up. You sounds like watched your mom cook. And do you think you picked up on um, a lot of that having watched her? Yeah. And I think because she's so calm in the kitchen, that helped me also learn how to be calm in the kitchen. And like, it's not an overwhelming process because, you know, she just seems so natural at it. So I think I, I picked up on it because of that. Um, and then also we really... Um, we always had family meals growing up. And so I developed like the importance um, or a belief in the importance of a a family meal together as a way to ground ourselves and come together. Uh, And so I'm trying to instill that in my family as well. And I feel like making sure that um, being able to provide a healthy home cooked meal to your family in a stress-free way, you know, and quickly um, that that can help Uh, ensure that you have that grounding family meal together. That's amazing. I love so many principles about what you just said. You know, there's so much to that. It's not just putting food on the table. It's a whole um, kind of identity of your family. You know, that mealtime is enjoyable, that cooking is enjoyable and something to be savored. So I love that entire approach. And tell me how you started the journey to really saying, okay, super mom means it's because going to become a thing how did this happen it actually started when I was on maternity leave with my first son 
Um, so that was about three years ago. Uh, I was on maternity leave and, you know, I'm a new mom at that point, didn't know what I was doing and realized, wow, it's kind of hard to get a meal on the table when I have a baby. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, I knew that though I was not confident in my mom skills, I was confident in the kitchen uh, and thought, okay, well, if I just, you know, figure out how to make these meals super quick, um, then maybe that is one solution. And so I started developing meals like that and thought, okay, I'm sure I'm not alone in this uh, struggle. <laughs> and I only have one kid at this point. Uh, and so I, I decided, what if I actually share this with other moms as a way to hopefully help just a little bit? Um, and then when I went back to work, I was a special education teacher at the time. Uh, then it became much more challenging when I came home from work and was just exhausted and was also trying to take care of my now mobile son. Um, so it just became more and more challenging, then brought on my second child, uh, which is a whole nother layer of challenge. And um, so it just kind of grew from there, realizing, wow, moms are probably really struggling with this. Uh, and how can I figure out how to, you know, help in some small way? Yeah, absolutely. And so do you feel like um, cooking during that, because you mentioned a couple of times, you know, that it was a challenge and it was something kind of new. Did it feel stressful for you? And if so, why do you think that sometimes cooking does feel a little stressful? Yeah. Um, well, I think, you know, I had, I feel like I had the advantage of being comfortable in the kitchen prior to having kids, but it's still challenging for me. Even with the food block, I still feel challenged with it at times when I'm managing little kids. But I think that it's, very challenging for moms trying to manage kids at the same time because you're you're having to manage so many different tasks in your head at one time. My little one right now is at the age where he wants to be helped the whole time I'm making dinner. Um, so obviously, you know, I, I shouldn't be using a knife when I'm <laughs> holding him. So there's lots of challenges like that when I know, oh, but I have to get dinner on the table. So what am I going to do? Um, and then managing a toddler is also... <laughs> that could be more challenging, arguably. I think it's just a lot of, it's a big juggling act, I think is why it's so hard. And then also trying to figure out if you're not comfortable with the recipe already, um, you have to read directions while you're trying to manage your, your kid, not hurting themselves um, or crying. You know, it's, it's hard to do all that at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely um, guilty of being in that boat where I feel like, you know, cooking is like this whole thing, this whole challenge, this whole endeavor that I'm trying to get over. And um, I tend to be like a survivalist cook, maybe, where we just like get the basics down and get that on the table and no frills. But I see, you know, people just like you, moms, just like you making these incredibly beautiful meals. I'm like, oh, that looks just so nice. Like, I wish I could enjoy making something like that. So I, you know, so want to hear about how cooking is a form of self-care for you and to get these practical tips from you about how you really make it happen and be enjoyable and not so stressful. So share first a little bit about how cooking feels like self-care for you. Yeah. Um, so I think cooking feels like self-care for me because, but for multiple reasons, but I mostly feel the self-care probably when I'm cooking alone, to be honest, but that doesn't really happen right now. Um, but the act of cooking for me is really cool because it is unique in the sense that it activates all of your senses at the same time. 
um, which is pretty cool. And it is almost uh, meditative for me. So just like, you know, if you are doing a meditation, if you've ever practiced meditation, if people have practiced meditation before and you might try to pay attention to what, you know, your five senses, what are you hearing right now? Uh, what are you seeing? And that is a way to get yourself in the present moment, uh, especially if someone has anxiety or something like that. I know that that's one tool to help you feel calm. And that is what I find happens when I'm cooking, um, when because it's activating all those senses, I think, um, as well as I love being able to make and create something with my hands. I think there's something um, like meditative, I guess, or cathartic about that. Um, and I'm then transforming it and creating something, in my opinion, beautiful, you know, that I get to enjoy and then I get to have my family enjoy it. So there's just like a beauty to it, I think. Um, but in that sense, it just, it's relaxing to me in that, in that way. And it, you know, it's, it's like an act of love, I guess. So it, it fills my heart. <laughs> oh, I, so I just will absolutely love what you have just said, because essentially there are two weak components that I see. Number one mindset, like you are coming into it with this incredible mindset of, okay, this is going to be an enjoyable process. There are going to be challenges and bumps along the road how can I find ways to enjoy it? And then secondarily, this act of mindfulness, you know, um, in our community group, we've been practicing movement with mindfulness and I hadn't practiced mindfulness before, but I found an incredible improvement in how I enjoyed movement um, after adding the mindfulness component to it. So I can now kind of see how adding that to cooking could really elevate the experience and make it, um, like you said, enjoyable and something that feels like self-care. So thank you for making that production because I would not have even thought about that. And also, I think keeping in mind um, when you're going into it, having that attitude, like you just said, uh, yeah, there probably are going to be some bumps along the way. Uh, even if you're cooking by yourself, there could be bumps along the way of getting the recipe wrong or something. But I think I always in my head have the attitude of if it doesn't work out, we, I'm going to make quesadillas, you know, <laughs> I have other food in the house. We could order something if we need to, like, it's all going to work out. Um, just dinner might be a little bit delayed, but I think going into it, like it's not going to be the end of the world. If this gets messed up in some way, if your kids interrupt you, it's okay. You know? Yeah throwing perfectionism out the window. Yeah. Thinking we're just here to enjoy it. Yeah. That's amazing. So, okay. Now I want to hear a little bit about some of the nitty gritties of like your environment when you're cooking, you know, how you actually set it up and um, what you're doing when you've got the kids there at your feet or on your hip. And tell me kind of, you know, what it looks like, like paint the picture for me. Yeah. Um, so my first tip which you won't see like in the moment of cooking but it happens in advance so this is I think the most important thing and it sounds boring but you need to meal plan so okay. planning meal in advance makes it so that you don't have to make decisions in that moment when you have kids you know tugging at your your leg um so planning in advance so you know what you're cooking you know you have all the ingredients you need so everything is there you can take that out of your head in terms of your decision-making and your mental bandwidth. Um, so that would be my number one thing is making sure you have your uh, meal plan ready to go. I rely on that heavily. 
Um, and I also like to make sure that I kind of preview my recipes in advance so that I know, uh, okay, I know I have to take something out of the freezer in advance for this recipe, or I know, oh, this recipe calls for cooked rice. That takes some time. Um, so I could maybe prep that in the morning so it's ready to go um, so that it kind of prevents hiccups that might come up during the actual meal um, dinner prep time. So that would be number one, most important that I do. Uh, and when I don't do it, I notice a huge difference. It's like chaos. So that would be my number one tip. Number two, um, the next thing I like to do is, well, if I can, I will enlist help. I'll ask my husband to please help me. But usually I am managing um, at least one of the kids by myself uh, while I'm cooking. So if you don't have help, which I'm, I know a lot of people don't have that luxury, they are cooking by themselves with their children there, um, is figuring out ahead of time again, what could you do so that they have something uh, like an activity while you are cooking? Um, so with my little one, one thing that you could do, so he's 11 months. Um, so he's pretty mobile right now. He's trying to open all the cabinets. We still have to baby, baby lock our cabinets. So right now it's a little bit stressful because we just moved. Having one cupboard that is not baby locked and you can have them go in there. You can put kitchen safe tools in there like um, a strainer, colander type of thing or a spatula they can play with. So different little things they can play with or some of their toys, something novel for them um, so that they're intrigued and are entertained. It may not last all time, but that's a start, you know? Um, so that could be one thing for a little kid and then for like a toddler. Um, you might decide that that is a good time for them to have some screen time like so that they're entertained. If you're not comfortable with that at that time, you could do something like having them um, help organize something, giving them a job. So, And it could be kitchen related. So for example, it might be organize our snacks, uh, like make little snack packs for me. Here's a bowl of goldfish. You might eat some, that's okay. Um, and count 10 of them and put them in this bag. And then count another 10, you can put them in this bag. And that might entertain them for a little while. Or can you take all these cucumbers and put them in this container? And then these carrots in that container and fold the napkins for dinner, you know, things like that. So they're, they have little jobs that you've planned ahead of time or even in the spot. You might be able to come up with them quickly uh, so that they have little things that they're entertained with during that time. Acknowledging the fact that your self-care time during um, cooking it's going to ebb and flow, like the stress of cooking. It's not, it might be the whole time for you, but uh, hopefully it'll, it'll ebb and flow where you might feel that meditative feeling or appreciate what you're cooking for maybe one minute. And that's one minute that you are um, trying to care for yourself. And then it might go back to, okay, um, toddler, let's go and do this activity while I cook this. So just acknowledging that fact. Um, so then number three, I would say uh, what is really important for me is to make sure I have a clean, clear counter space. The whole kitchen needs to, I don't, I do not want dirty dishes and everything all over. I need clear, clutter-free space. And that has made a huge difference in my ability to like feel relaxed when I'm cooking. Uh, just like, you know, your workspace, if when you're working during the day or something, if you have a messy desk, it impacts how you perform, I feel like. Um, and it just takes up room in your head. 
So eliminating that is really helpful. Um, from there, I would say finding recipes that you're excited about, um, that bring you joy, that sound delicious, but are also healthy for you. Uh, so you know you're nourishing your body can just kind of shift that attitude of stress into a more positive mindset when you're cooking just makes it more enjoyable. One thing I love to do when I'm cooking is listen to music to get in the zone. I personally like to listen to podcasts and I'll just put one earbud in uh, mm -hmm. so I can attend to my kids too. But you could also play the music for your family and that's kind of nice um, and have them enjoy it. So I like kind of being captivated by the podcast it does. It is a form of self-care for me to listen to that while I'm cooking. That kind of gets me in the zone. So I would recommend doing something like that. Um, and then that mindset piece. So finding the recipes you like. The other piece is, I think, really trying to approach it as this is an act of love. I want my family to thrive. And I'm helping them do that by creating this beautiful meal for them or a simple meal for them. I'm giving them nutrients by doing this. Um, and for myself, I'm making this like nice meal for myself. And uh, in my opinion, that is that just simple shifts can help um, turn it into this beautiful thing you're doing, even though you're getting interrupted. You know, it's just like motherhood. It's a beautiful thing, even with the chaos. Um, so I, I don't know. I think shifting that mindset has been huge for me in the in the kitchen. Yeah, that uh, I love so many of both the practical tips that you gave us, but um, just the one small nugget is, you know, you said kind of appreciate those small moments. You might only get 30 seconds of kind of that mindfulness where you're getting the scent of what you're cooking yeah. and really getting to take that in before suddenly there's, you know, maybe a pile of cucumbers all over the floor, but that's okay. And it's really about enjoying just the small moments, the, the really, you know, 30 seconds of, of that just joyfulness of thinking, yeah. wow, I'm doing this for myself. I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this because I get the opportunity to put a you know, beautifully home-cooked meal on the table. This is something you've obviously kind of grown up with. But if you are somebody, maybe like myself, who is like, ah, oh, just get the foot on the table, where would be the very beginning that you would start? Like, what would be the very first thing? I know you gave us a bunch of tips, but where could we like whittle it down to be really basic, really simple to say, just start right here? Yeah, great question. I would say set a little bit of time aside and build a small arsenal of meals you know your family's gonna love or that you are excited about. So I call it a recipe bank, but it's like so that you have a toolkit for yourself. These are some go-to meals that you know are gonna be nourishing and that you make sure that they're easy and quick. So I try to make all of mine 30 minutes or less. Um, so I would try to keep it in that zone. Otherwise it's, it's just a bit too much, I think. Um, so I, I would really just build your own little arsenal of recipes. That would be the first starting place, I would say. Um, Perfect. So start small. Start with that feels attainable. So you're kind of setting yourself up for success right at the get-go. Mm -hmm. And you have a bunch of meal plans and recipes on your website. Tell us more about what you have because that might save some time in that beginning step. Yeah, for sure. Um, so definitely. So 
every week actually on on instagram i post a weekly meal plan that's one resource that you could start with is um just to give you some ideas of dinner recipes each week so i have that on instagram i post it every friday um and that's actually what i'm eating each week and then um secondly on my website i have a lot of different dinner recipes that are 30 minutes or less um i try to make them very simple like easy to follow steps and not a ton of ingredients uh so i would say that could be a place where you could go to quickly find like and build your arsenal of meals um so the meal plan different recipes and then from there if you're looking kind of for more support from there um i did come out with an ebook recently um that is it's 30 minute healthy family uh vegetarian family dinners and it's a month long 28 day meal plan so everything is laid out for you you get four weeks of meal plans all laid out um grocery lists done for you and then um it's optional but like action items for meal prep if you want for each week uh so that it's really laid out very clearly for you and very simple it, it is a good resource if you're looking to just get started and not have everything be overwhelming for you yeah that is an absolutely incredible resource and and maybe even if that already it's like whoa that's a lot just look at one of her recipes just just start with one and try that one a couple of times so that you can you know get a little bit better at prepping that one get that confidence under your belt but after that one you'll be like all right i got this one so don't be afraid to start small i think i especially am like but i want to be at the end result like i want to be just like Callie where i make these meals and i have these beautiful pictures of them that it's all you know amazing and, and great but um it's okay to be a beginner at something and to know that it might not um look like the, the beautiful food block right away but maybe in time yes and if i showed you my kitchen after i cook it's a disaster so it's like chaos in there but then i'm able to go and take a picture that you know <laughs> look like it's in a nicer spot um so it it can still be stressful for me too so i don't have it perfect um and i agree that starting with just one recipe and kind of mastering that is a great idea and knowing wow i just made my family a nourishing meal and that is going to help their little bodies thrive it's really cool so you know you can do it and um i agree with starting small that's a good idea and i also um was thinking I had an idea for you to put together like a little um mindfulness in the kitchen plan or something where you're going to focus on the sense of smell or today you're going to focus on the sense of taste or something that might be kind of cool yeah cuz you do have to like really be mindful of what you are trying to do i loved hearing about you know your journey to you know really enjoying cooking how this is part of your life this is part of who you are and this is something that you're instilling in your family. These are really the core principles of what helps you to develop healthy habits is to just make it part of who you are and to enjoy the process of doing it as opposed to hey, I have to have it all perfect on day 1. So thank you so much for sharing that perspective because it's really helpful for me and now I'm like I want to go cook something. I actually want to try. If you're like me and you feel inspired by Kaylee to enjoy cooking as a form of self-care, you can join the Mama Matters community group. The month of September, Kaylee will be our special guest. She'll be doing a live cooking experience with us. We will be practicing cooking with mindfulness. You can head to habitmakermama.com to join the group and this exciting opportunity to have Kaylee teach us. 
can't wait to see you there.